listening to episode 10 of Ridiculously Happy People with me, Sophia Lemon, wedding and portrait photographer, amateur podcaster, and marginally competitive softball player. My goal is to help you get creative and spend more of your time doing what makes you ridiculously happy. Today, I'm discussing camera equipment for amateurs, parents, and vacationers. While I totally advocate for being present in the moments that unfold around you, I know that you're going to document them. And you should. In this episode, I'm going to share the perfect camera for you and your family. You can see the photos that go along with this episode at sophialemon.com slash 10 and get your questions answered in the Facebook community at Ridiculously Happy People. And that's spelled P-P-L. Thanks for sharing this podcast with a friend. If you know a student heading away on exchange or a soon-to-be mama, do them a favor and send this along to them. It's easy from sophialemon.com slash podcast. Hello, ridiculously happy people. I've been playing a lot of baseball. In fact, If you take a look at my Facebook, you'll notice that most of my photos from the summer are baseball related. At the end of each tournament, my team takes a quick photo of everyone together. And by that I mean a slow photo, because inevitably there's about 10 cameras out as each team member and their spouse wants a photo. We wind up standing there for a good 5 minutes, yet it's practically impossible to get our hands on the photos because no one can remember who actually took them. In the last episode, I shared my thoughts on unplugged events, specifically weddings. To sum it up, my thoughts are that I love them. I find it so much easier to engage in an event without a camera in front of my face. That being said, I totally encourage each of you to take millions of photographs. Digital cameras allow us to document practically everything that unfolds in front of us. So it makes a whole lot of sense to snap a quick video of your baby's first steps and of your teen's graduation. These are important moments that you'll love to relive later. But, and you knew there was a but, a lot of my friends asked me what kind of camera I would recommend for their specific purposes. Often they've read tons of reviews and they've narrowed down the choices to just a few camera bodies and lens options before they come to me for my input. If this sounds like you, I think I can save you some time. Here's the camera you should get. None. The camera you already have will probably do the trick. I bet the camera you're looking at is packed with features. It has 1 billion megapixels, 70 to infinity zoom, and a bulb setting, whatever that is, and you can always get extra lenses. But the truth is, unless you're a professional, a photography student, or a die-hard hobbyist, you likely have no need for a camera better than the one in your smartphone. It probably does more than you need it to, and you'll never use it to its full potential, or even want to. But, you say, I'm planning a trip to Africa and I need a zoom lens that will keep me a safe distance from anything that can bite my head off or trample me to death. That is a good point, but I have a question for you. How often do you intend to visit Africa? If this is a once in a lifetime event and you are likely to bring your camera home all banged up and never touch it again, 
Don't spend thousands of dollars, or hundreds even. Instead, try renting or borrowing gear. It will be considerably less expensive, and you won't feel the pang of guilt each time you see it staring forlornly at you from the shelf. Just remember to get extra insurance. Of course, I'm not totally against owning a family camera, but unless you intend to use it on a regular basis, it might be an unnecessary expense. The truth is that most of us carry a camera in our pocket or purse every day. However, if you fall into all of the categories in the list I'm about to give you, you might consider investing in a family camera. First, your current camera is literally broken. Two, you don't own a smartphone or camera phone, in which case, what decade are you living in? Three, you're looking for a camera to use for more than one occasion. Four, you intend to take a photography class so that you can make the most out of your new camera. Uh, you can take some amateur photography classes online, like at lynda.com, and some local photographers even offer one-on-one -on -one training. Five, you will take a course on file management and photo editing. Six, you won't forget to use your camera like your six-year-old forgets to feed the hamster. Seven, your family doesn't need to think about where the money will come from for your camera upgrade, or you are able to set money aside over a reasonable period of time for it. Eight, you can't think of any other productive way to spend or save the money you'd spend on your camera. Nine, you're going to learn how to shoot remotely. This will allow you to be in the photos you take of your kids and adventures. And 10, you're secretly or not so secretly passionate about photography and regularly find yourself thinking, I could do so much more if I just had this one fancy pants lens. Finally, I'd like to make an argument for living life unfiltered by a viewfinder. I'm someone who is expected to have a camera constantly glued to my face, but I have a secret. I rarely carry my professional gear with me. It's liberating to spend more time enjoying an experience than photographing it, and far more fun to participate in the conversations around me than documenting them. So many parents forget to get in on a special moment because it's so darn cute, I just have to Instagram it. Let me tell you, while you're busy snapping away, you're missing real moments with your kids. And while you're struggling to get the right ISO, aperture, and shutter speed, that herd of elephants has passed you by. Believe it or not, unless I'm working, I prefer to use my iPhone to snap quick photos. It takes me so much less time, and I can get back to being in the moment I felt compelled to photograph. I've had friends go on spectacular adventures overseas and come back with amazing stories. They might post one or two photos of them standing on top of a mountain, but even that can't compare to the light in their eyes when they recount how elephants visited their camp or that time they were chased by rabid dogs. This is a true story that happened to my cousin, although there might not have been much light in his eyes when he told it. These stories paint more elaborate pictures, in my mind, than any photograph they've shared with me. For you, I wish a life unburdened by bags of equipment and running wild with the elephants, or toddlers, or embracing whatever shenanigans life may present you with. 
Before you make a considerable investment in a new camera, review my list of good reasons to upgrade your camera. If you don't meet all of the items on this list, consider sticking with your smartphone or renting equipment for your next vacation. To see the photos that go along with this episode and to contact me directly, go to sophialemon.com 10. You can also join my mailing list there to receive my weekly inspirational emails with content like this. If you need a little bit more guidance on this subject or are looking for some inspiration, you can join the community on Facebook at Ridiculously Happy People. And you can follow me on Instagram for more sneak peeks and shenanigans at Ridiculously Happy People. And that's spelt P-P-L. If you like what you hear, I highly recommend that you subscribe at sophialemon.com podcast. And you can share the love by leaving me a five-star review at sophialemon.com review. Finally, I want to thank Benjamin Edward for my super cool caricature and Ben Sound for my awesome beats. Thanks for listening and see you soon. <laughs>